0: Welcome To today on Broadway for Wednesday, October 7th, 2020, on Broadway World's Matt Tamaneni. and I'm watching culture writer Ashley Steves. No, I'm... I highlighted yours, don't act like this is my fault on the script. I highlighted, and I'm Broadway star's James Marino. Settled well, I was just gonna say that maybe I could be Ashley Steves because my
1: voice has changed so much, <laughs> like yes. Bobby Brady. And you know, when Bobby gets his oh, to... well. <laughs> time, is that Bobby or is it Peter? Is I it... don't know,
0: that's that's before my time. Believe it
1: or not. (laughs) Okay. And so I'm uh, Broadway stars, James Bruno.
0: James, it's it's appropriate that you are on today's show as the entire um, arts world is probably going to collapse. Mm. As uh, the president has said that he will not entertain options for a stimulus package until after the election, which he assumes he's going to win. And then he can do something in the lame duck session. Um, If he does not win, I'm pretty confident he won't give a damn about helping anybody. Um, so, uh, not good. We're not going to talk about that in the news, but I wanted to point out two things real quick before we get into the main show related to that. First off, the great and the good uh, Patty LaPone, <laughs> satirized uh, Trump's appearance on the White House balcony on Twitter the other day. Um, very funny. If you haven't seen it, I- I'm shocked. That probably means you're not on Twitter because every single person in my feed, theater or not, was retweeting it. Uh, she's because he's standing up on a balcony, obviously. She said, I still have the lung power and I wore less makeup. This revival is closing November 3rd. Very good. She probably did never struggled to breathe like he did. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also, there this is from a couple of days ago and obviously is no longer applicable because of what the president tweeted. But in The Washington Post, Ali Wombold and Charles Seggers um, wrote an article entitled Performing Arts are Near the Point of No Return conservatives should rescue them. Clearly, that is not going to happen. Um, So those are things that are in the show notes. But um, I didn't want to get into because we've been over this enough. I don't feel like we need to spend a bunch of time. But I wanted to mention those things at the top of the show, James.
1: Yeah. So uh, um, I'm thinking it's Trump is going to take a scorched earth policy. Uh, mm-hmm. that that's my theory here is that uh, he's going to run it into the ground as hard as he can. As uh, Maureen Downs says, he's going to crash uh, dad's Oldsmobile into the earth. So
0: mm-hmm. Great. And when that happens, hopefully we uh, will have other things to talk about. But you can listen to all of those at patreon.com slash dot com. Slash Patreon,
1: <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. So uh, first up in the news, uh, the MacArthur Foundation announces its 2020
0: Genius Grants. It did, James. Uh, yesterday, the MacArthur Foundation announced the 21 Genius Grant winners for 2020. I did not oh. do the math, James, but if you want to do that real quick, you are the one with an economics degree or an MBA or something. So if you want to figure out that math uh, on how much that is, please do so because – Every one of those recipients receives a no strings grant for six hundred and twenty five thousand dollars in order to aid them in continuing just to be geniuses without having to worry about money for a while. Included in this year's grant recipients were a pair of performing arts recipients, including one that is very much theater specific, and that is playwright Larissa Fasthorse. She wrote the critically acclaimed The Thanksgiving Play, which ran off Broadway at Playwrights Horizons in 2018 and was extended multiple times. Uh, and as evidenced in that show, much of her work is focused on bringing Native American perspectives to the theater. Upon receiving the news that she was getting a $625,000 genius grant, Fast Horse said, quote, We're still just trying to grapple with the fact that everything won't be a struggle. And James Well, this thing happens every year. It seems especially appropriate coming after the news of the president refusing to do any sort of aid or stimulus or relief um, and how that is hitting the arts. This is especially uh, nice for Fast Horse and the other recipients. The other professional arts professional, the other performing arts professional in the group was dancer and choreographer Ralph Lemon. And James, everybody in this group is so diverse. There's everything from an Econometrician, which I don't even know what that is, to an evolutionary geneticist, to a historian, to a composer, to a documentary filmmaker, to a property law scholar. I okay, um, people can be geniuses in a lot of things, so this is obviously a huge honor. And you know, while it's cool when familiar names like. Lin-Manuel Miranda and Colton Whitehead and David Simon and ta Coates receive this type of honor. I'm always more excited for the theater people who aren't household names like Fast Horse or Dominique Moriso or Taylor Mack or Brendan Jacob Jenkins, um, because this probably means a lot more to them from a financial standpoint than those people who have a lot of pop culture acclaim and a lot of other uh, you know revenue streams that – uh, they probably already are pr- pr- uh, are pretty set on those types of uh issues
1: you know i i'm thinking that uh, uh people like fast Horse and uh, dominique moroso and taylor mac uh, uh, th- those are people who are on the cusp of making that break to becoming yeah. household names uh and and hopefully this gets them over the hump uh i every every year i, I wonder to myself what did uh, what did douglas MacArthur have to do with this <laughs> I So. Said.
0: I have no idea. I shall return. No. Yeah, well, and, and this returns every year, so there you go. It does. And, also, I, and I so the...
1: The, math, uh, the math, let me help you with the math here. So I've it's 625,000, it. okay? Yes. So if you if, if 10 people get it, that's six point two two five million. If 20 yes. people get it, it's 12.5 million, and then you add in the extra 625. So that comes up to 13.125. That's the new math for you. You know, that's how to multiply 625,000 times 21.
0: Yes, I also used the dumb math and grabbed the calculator that sits on my desk. Ah, you know, we
1: don't have calculators anywhere near us, do we, ever?
0: I I do. I literally, this is a calculator. This is not a calculator on my phone. This is one of those, Ah, I'm pushing the buttons. Does it have a tape? No. no, I love the tape. I used to love the sound of the tape. When I was... Yeah, when I was working in the advertising side for Broadway World, I had to have numbers and I was putting together proposals for ad campaigns. So I would use that a lot. But now Scott Rudin ad
1: campaigns? Together. I could tell you what number that
0: was. Uh, well, I could tell you what <laughs> yeah. number it was, not how much he paid. But anyway, I didn't deal with Rudin. I dealt with <laughs> regional stuff. So, anyway. What do we have in other news? All right, we've got some cool stories here, James. First up, yesterday the Manhattan Theatre Club announced that Tony-winning actor, writer, and director, not to mention the captain on the TV show Castle, uh, Ruben Santiago Hudson, has joined the artistic staff as an advisor. Of course, Santiago Hudson uh, directed the Tony-winning revival of Jitney for MTC back in 2017, and he will now aid artistic director Lynn Meadow in scheduling for the company. Ruben also won his Tony Award as an actor for his work in Seven Guitars all the way back in 1996. He was nominated um, uh, for Jitney as well, and he wrote the screenplay for another August Wilson work, Ma Rainey's Black Bottom, which will premiere on Netflix later this year. So this is a wonderful addition, and um, I'm I'm always encouraged when we are starting to see some of these non-for-profits um, adding artists of color to their staffs, not only in terms of like writers and directors, but folks who are going to have a hand in planning out the schedules for the season. So that's encouraging. Go over, you going to say something? Nope. Okay. All right. Good. Uh, also yesterday, the Atlantic Theatre Company announced that they will be holding a fall reunion reading series in which they will broadcast two readings featuring many of the original cast members of two of their most impactful recent shows. Speaking of both Mauricio and Santiago Hudson, they will reunite for the first reading as he will direct her play Skeleton Crew later this month, as he did with the original off-Broadway run. Then in November, original director Amy Morton will reunite with actors Omar Metwali and Ariane Moed for a reading of Rajiv Joseph's Guards at the Taj. Both plays will have multiple broadcasts over a few days, and there is a suggested donation of $25 per viewer. And for weekend performances, there will be uh, a conversation after each performance. For Skeleton Crew, Lynn Nottage will interview Moriso, and Joseph and Morton will interview each other in regards to Guards at the Taj. James, I will be signing up for both of these. I did not see either of them on stage, but have read both of them and very much looking forward uh, to seeing these casts get together and do these shows, even if it is via Zoom.
1: So do you know why the Atlantic Theatre Company is tangentially in the news today?
0: I don't. You
1: don't? So uh, the great and the good uh, guitarist, Eddie Van Halen, passed away.
0: Yeah. I didn't know. Does he have a connection to the Atlantic Theatre Company? In uh, January
1: of 2019, Eddie and Dave, the unauthorized biography of Eddie Van Halen and David Lee Roth at the Atlantic Theatre Company. Oh, right. I remember that. Performed and written by two women. Yeah. Yeah. Okay.
0: Very good. I would not have put that together. Yeah. Eddie Van Halen. Rest peace in song, peace. Brother. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Finally, in this section, James, something that doesn't have to do with uh, an icon dying. Um, it is this, Well, actually, I take that back. Yeah. Yes, it does. Mm-hmm. It does, actually. <laughs> um, <laughs> this is a story that I'm sure – it wow, that screwed that transition up. Um, it's a story that I'm sure interested you as much as it did me. As it was announced earlier this week that two-time Emmy winner Sterling K. Brown – has joined the upcoming staged reading of the West Wing episode that will air on HBO Max a week from this coming Thursday. He, of course, will replace the late, great John Spencer in the role of Leo McGarry. Certainly not the same type of performer as Spencer, either in terms of age or complexion, but uh, obviously a fantastic addition to the cast nonetheless.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's it stepping into Big shoes there. John Spencer was uh, quite an actor and quite a presence in The West Wing. It was a heart soul at that show. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, Sterling K. Brown, an excellent choice. Yeah, excellent. I'm a big fan of excellent. that. That that that. I, I'm I'm thinking that gives me the perfect transition into our feel good recommendations.
0: Yes, very. I mean, I mean, it was kind of right there for you. I had feel good recommendations in the uh, in the title there, but that's fine. Uh, the first one. <laughs> Uh, is the fact that Amazon Prime has released the official trailer for their filmed version of What the Constitution Means to Me, which will premiere on October 16th, which, looking at my calendar, is a week from this Friday. Um, Always amazing uh, whenever we can talk about Heidi Schreck in this show. Um, So there's that. Then the second one, a bunch of former Wicked cast members got together to to do a video in which they encourage everybody to vote. They do some parody lyrics for a few songs um, from the show. It features Kristen Chenoweth, Adina Menzel, Alexander Billings, Brittany Johnson, um, and a bunch of other stuff, Lindsay K. North, Lindsey Pierce, um, Talia Suskauer. Um Very, very cool, so check that one out. And then the two that are my favorite, James, um, or at least in terms of uh, got me most excited because I already knew what The Constitution Means to Me was coming, um, <laughs> Laura Osnes sent out a trailer to her upcoming Hallmark movie, which you know that I love, uh, One Royal Holiday, which will actually premiere on October which it's not a Halloween movie. Uh, October 31st, it'll premiere. Uh, it's not a Halloween one, but in addition to her, it stars Aaron Tveit, Crystal Joy Brown, Victoria Clark, and Tom McGowan. And twist in here, James, Aaron Tveit is playing a prince, but it's not a secret. Most of mm, the time, a lot yeah. of times it's a secret that the guy's a prince, uh, unless like she's the matchmaker going to his random fictional European country in which uh, she's there to find him a princess, and then he ends up marrying the matchmaker. That's a whole different genre of ha- of Hallmark movie, which I love nonetheless. <laughs> uh, and then finally, I figured this was perfect to put at the end, as it book uh, as it book ends our show, which started off with the Patty Lapone tweet. This ends with Mandy Patinkin and his wife Catherine Grody producing a campaign commercial uh, encouraging people to vote. Uh very funny. If you have not been following Mandy Potankin on Twitter, I don't know how much of it he does himself and how much of it is his son or whatever, but he is great on Twitter. This video was so much fun. Hmm. And Mandy and Catherine just seem like they are the coolest, most fun couple who's been married for like 40 years or whatever. Uh very, very fun. Catherine kind of direct she's a writer and an actress herself um she kind of directs mandy and then she gets into it's very very funny so check that out in the show notes
1: i uh forgive me uh did you guys talk about uh at one point or another this uh the jonathan groff virtual sing-along event
0: i did not um i don't know if i actually did i don't know anything about it so tell tell me more about groff sauce singing so Grof Sauce did this thing, this thing on
1: YouTube, that my wife was howling, how like, I mean, I, I thought something really, ha- I thought the house fell down or something like that. <laughs> she was screaming so loud it was so funny. So Groff does this, um, does this thing on YouTube where he uh, he does a bunch of his own songs and voices and things like that. Uh it was um it was for the Special Olympics of Northern California and just absolutely absolutely hysterical about 30 minutes long
0: and it has been playing on repeat in, in my house. Uh That's that's amazing. That's crazy because he doesn't normally do he doesn't do any social media stuff and he's usually pretty Pretty quiet on uh, these kinds of things, so that's awesome. Yeah, no, it was
1: really, really funny. It's uh, 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 about a week ago or so, uh, but um, just very, very funny. I, I, I can't, can't believe how funny it was. But so highly, highly recommended. Oh. Feel good if you have an extra thirty minutes. Uh, you know, lock yourself away and watch it. is really, really wonderful. And he does uh, reindeer are better than people. You know. <laughs> Of course, you have to. That's really, really funny. So uh, on on other fronts, um, you know, we're recording on Tuesday night. Uh, What's going to happen with the NBA?
0: I mean, I'm hoping that the Lakers take a uh, 3-1 lead tonight. Um, Mm -hmm. I don't know that they will. Uh, They uh, lost game two, despite the fact that two of the the Heat's uh, best players were out. But we will see.
1: So after the NBA uh wraps up here with their things, do you do the do the bubbles get emptied out and maybe Broadway could use them?
0: <laughs> I mean, uh it's just down the street for me. So I'm totally fine if they want to bring all of Broadway down to Orlando and uh, and do that. Yeah, totally. Yeah, you know,
1: uh I think that that'll be good. And uh and oh, oh Matt, I don't have covid, do you?
0: Uh I haven't been tested, but I feel great.
1: Oh, well, it's best you felt in 20 years.
0: I, mean, I don't know about, about that. Let's <laughs> <laughs> settle down there.
1: So, <laughs> our thoughts and prayers with Stephen Miller and all of the uh, folks at really Sixteen
0: Hundred
1: Pennsylvania Avenue.
0: All right, Matt, why don't you get us out of here? <laughs> <laughs> right. Thanks for listening to today on Broadway. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter at Broadway Radio. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at bww Matt. Oh, did we get an Ashley update? Did she have the surgery? Is she? She had she surgery do? on. According to uh, the Instagram, she did have surgery and uh, is recuperating. I think she watched a, uh, a John Bourdain, or and, I'm sorry, an Anthony Bourdain Anthony. marathon mm-hmm. um, as she was recovering in the hospital before she was sent home. But yes, she is alive and uh recuperating at home right now
1: all right that's good to hear and my name is james marino from broadwayradio.com and broadwaystars.com thanks for spending some of your wednesday with us and uh somebody will be back and talk to you through tomorrow